What's up, you guys? So before we get started with this episode, we definitely want to dedicate 24 seconds to those lives tragically lost in the helicopter crash that took place on Sunday in California. Um, those lives include includes Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, John Audibelli, Carrie Audibelli, Alyssa Audibelli, Christina Mauser, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, and the pilot, Ara Zobayan. Who drank my apple juice? Oh, y'all don't hear me? Huh? huh? Who drank my goddamn apple juice? Oh, Terry. Stop cussing. This ain't deaf comedy jam. I put a big ass red. Terry, stop cussing. Who, 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 who drank my goddamn apple juice? Who drank my goddamn coffee? Coffee. Put that coffee down. Who drank my goddamn apple juice? Put that coffee down. All right, so once again, welcome back to the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast. Um, this is episode 13. If you guys are not aware, this past Sunday, um, there was a tragic helicopter accident in um, California where basketball legend Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and several others were tragically lost. Their lives were tragically lost. Um, including the pilot, so there were no survivors. So we definitely wanted to um, dedicate 24 seconds of our show to those lives lost. Um, it is it's, it's really tragic to want to start off a, such a fun podcast with such tragedy and remorse and mourning, um, but I definitely want to do that just to, you know, show my support. And I wish those families involved um, as much healing as they possibly can endure because I can Definitely. only imagine, um, you know, just what the what the children of the parents involved are going through. Um, there was a wife who was slain, so, like, her husband, her children, Vanessa Bryant, her daughters. Like, I can right. only imagine what they're going Teammates, through. Teammates, Right. Everybody. So, you know, a lot this, – this really affected a lot of people. So we definitely just wanted to dedicate um, – even though 24 seconds isn't enough, you know, we definitely wanted to do that in honor of Kobe Bryant as well as all other lives that were lost during that accident. Um, so just to jump into the show, we wanted to discuss Allison Morris and her hmm. quote-unquote stutter incident. Okay. Um, Wait, hold on. For the people who don't know, let's just play the clip. Yeah, so I'm going to insert a clip and then we'll talk about it. Seems like he was just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers community. What the fuck? Stay with us. We're going to go. Okay. So... You heard the clip. That was my first time hearing the clip. I heard the clip. I didn't want to hear the clip earlier. However, I was following comments and um, 
the reason why I chose not to hear it earlier because I figured we were going to talk about it because mm-hmm. it was just so like it's it's an argument everywhere right now. It, um, it is. So I wanted to wait until we were about to record to talk about it. And I listened to it twice because one of the comments that I that I read said you can honestly hear what you want to hear. If you think she is saying Nick, what what was she supposed to be saying? We we Nickler? hear nigger. I, yeah, I know that one. But she said she nakers? said nakers. Okay, yes. Now here's my thing, and I don't mean to cut you off. Are we saying it right? Yes, because and here's how we're saying it right because it's supposed to be. A mix up of Knicks and, and Lakers. Lakers. Right. But the comment basically said, if you want to hear Nakers, you hear Nakers. And if you want to hear the double G hard ER niggers, that's what you hear. I feel like, so the response that she came out with um, as far as her quote unquote apology, I feel as though... I may have, I would have quote unquote been a little less aggressive with this situation had she said Nickers, N-I-C-K-E-R. That's still Knicks and Lakers together. Well, do you follow basketball? I don't. Okay, so I don't really either, but once again, um conversations that were had everywhere i work around a whole bunch of males that do follow basketball Mm -hmm. the knicks have nothing to do with this situation well so the knicks and the lakers played or they nope i'm sorry you're right it's the clippers that were supposed to play the lakers today but the game was postponed so that the uh, players of the laker team could mourn and everybody else okay it doesn't even matter. You're right. The Knicks have nothing to do with Kobe Bryant, nor do they have anything to do with the incident. So, like I was saying, um, so this is what her response was to um, the situation in which she um, basically said the N-word. Okay. So, she goes to Twitter and she said, earlier today, while reporting on the tragic news of Kobe Bryant's passing, I unfortunately stuttered on air combining the names of the Knicks and the Lakers to say Nakers. Please know I did not and would never use a racist term. I apologize for the confusion that this caused. Um, so my whole thing is. No, I, I'm, I, yeah. First of all. Okay. So there's a couple of reasons why my answer is no. Um, number one, no, that's just one by itself. Number two is, don't they have teleprompters? It's not even about having teleprompters. We don't need a teleprompter to to hear to tell our right. ears. What no, we but heard. I'm saying, but I'm saying, cause, because don't get me wrong, just playing the av- devil's advocate, people do make mistakes. However, this is not a little mistake. This isn't a, a mistake that people make on a regular basis either. Right, and this is we're we're already in a state of mourning as a country. Um, so for you to just be, you feel me? Like, uh, and even, even if it was a truly honest mistake and you 
it, it just wasn't perceived like that on the clip. And then your apology just felt dry. Like, you don't have a, P, a publicist person. Like, that didn't feel heartfelt. Like, it's, anything it's like that. Her, what I take from her apology is, I don't apologize for what I've said. I more so need y'all to understand this is what I, what, what I said. Like, you're right. It's not heartfelt or anything like that. Right. Um... So situations like this really kind of, I'm so on the fence when it comes to a lot of things. Like a lot of situations I'll be feeling like, okay, we kind of blowing it out of proportion. And then I have situations where I'm like, okay, yeah, you know what? You fucked up, you know? So when it comes to this, I don't care what nobody say. I don't give a fuck what you thought you heard. That bitch said nigger. Right. And I can and I can agree with you uh, partially. I don't feel like we're blowing things out of proportion as a No, no, no. Race. I'm not saying No, I'm, I'm not, not saying, saying about I know this situation. I know you're not talking about this situation in particular. You're talking about in general and we'll bring up one in a second. But I don't feel like we are. And here's the reason why. I understand that this is still fresh. I understand that the tragedy itself is still fresh. We're still mm-hmm. in mourning as a country. Nothing has come of this supposed accident. Um, and I don't want to be that black person like, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. Because... It, it could be seen as aggression. It I see how some people say, you know, where slavery, quote unquote, happened thousands of years ago. We need to get over it. But it's kind of just like we deal with this stuff every single day, like every single day. And on whether it's on a public level, um, like the mistake <clears throat> that happened on air dealing with someone's death or it's at our jobs, we as a people are just supposed to grin and bear it. So at what point do does anyone else have to accept responsibility? And what at what point will other people have to like pay for you know what they've done because we as a we as a race we pay for everything that we do accident yeah, or I not. Yeah, I was just I was just going to say, you know, had 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 someone of the African American descent got on there and said, "Oh, where well, he played for the Cucamonga Cracker Killers," like his his career would be over, over and done y- with before he even finished the. Sentence. They drug Dave Chappelle. Drug. <sighs> Dave Chappelle just won a Grammy. <laughs> Well, I mean, no, but after his last Netflix performance or whatever, they drugged that man. Which was a masterpiece. I'm sorry. I agree, but I'm still saying socially, they drug that man. And then it's people there like, yeah, well, he's a comedian and, you know, free speech, things like that. But Mm -hmm. there has to be, at some point, there has to be consequences. Just like... um, you know, just moving over into another widely known incident with H&M. Right. And the little boy um, who had on the sweater that said, coolest monkey in the jungle. See, th- that's one of the situations where I feel like I- I'm so, that's mm-hmm. one of the situations mm-hmm. where I'm kind of on the fence. Mm-hmm. And here's why, don't get me wrong. 
I can see where we took that. Okay, yes, that can be racially motivated. I see that. Okay. But as a mother of children, okay, I have bought several outfits with monkeys, zebras, lions, elephants, all that bullshit on it. So it's like, mm. and and okay. So I feel you there. So it's, it's so it's like with situations like that, I'm low key on the fence. Now, don't get me wrong; I have completely stopped shopping with H and M. I haven't been in an H and M to buy anything since this situation, only because ultimately, I can see where the outrage. I can see where it's coming from. And, you know, of all the little kid models that you could have put that fucking sweatshirt on. Right. Cause he wasn't, cause he wasn't the only one in the ad, but not even to cut you off, but it's kind of just like, and, and, and fill me out. H and M is a multi-million dollar company. So you mean to tell me that this print ad ran through all of these people and as a business not one person thought maybe we shouldn't put the little black boy in the coolest monkey in the jungle sweater you feel me that's Mm -hmm. where that's where we don't take it too far this isn't a small business y'all have a team of PR y'all have a team of public relations how is this ad going to relate to the public Mm -hmm. so this ran through all types of boards all types of people and no one thought yeah nah like no one no that's not okay like that's the part where and don't get me wrong i don't got no kids as y'all already know but i've bought my godchildren stuff with monkeys zebras but it's my choice i'm not you feel me Mm -hmm. like this is this is a a, a huge company and it had to be perceived a certain way but this is not the first time that our culture quote unquote has been used in the fashion industry in a negative light for us where but on the flip side they're just like no it's just fashion same reason why we were supposedly i hope y'all whatever it's fake anyway but we were supposedly supposed to stop shopping with gucci because they wanted to use the big red lipped whatever he was yeah i remember that um and might i add um i haven't shopped at gucci since only because i can't afford it right that's why i said i hope we stopped but you know half of it be fake and a, a lot of times i really do feel like a lot of celebrities they they get on and quote unquote we're gonna you know boycott these this company and that company for this and that but then you go back to supporting them right you know so i've like, done it i'm not gonna lie not with gucci i'm not mm-mm. but like starbucks i really like starbucks um so i really like starbucks too. okay i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry y'all um so here here's my thing um not i feel like starbucks Mm. they tried to fix it they they did and i think genuinely that i think that's where i'm getting it so they did shut all of their stores down for a day to you know have all the employees take whatever that class was um you know so when it comes to situations like starbucks like can you blame the company or do you blame the the manager or the employees at hand okay so um 
both. And here's why I say both. And I'll use Starbucks as an example. The issue was broadcasted. Starbucks saw as a company, their public relation team saw the issue and went to genuinely correct it. Right. You feel me? Because yes, it was an individual who made this, but at this point, this individual has on your uniform. Right. But you, you don't, you're not going to purposely hire a racist. Right. You see what I'm saying? So no, like, and I agree. So like in, in Starbucks case, they didn't know that they hired a person who's going to handle a situation right. like but, this. But once the situation arose, they did everything they could to, to fix, fix it. it. That's right. my point. So that's why I'm saying like in the situation, as far as us supporting Starbucks, I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing being that we're, we can't really take that out on Starbucks. Right. But then, I don't know, because I'm sitting here thinking... Starbucks, you know, closing all of their stores and, you know, taking their employees through this whole little seminar where they can kind of, you know, re-educate them on how to handle situations. Is that the, is that the equal is that equal to Allison Morrison posting her I apologize? No, tweet? it's not equal because she posted a tweet that once again I don't feel was heartfelt. Um, she, to everyone's knowledge, still has her job. There have been no repercussions. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that there haven't been any, been any at all, but to the this was a public mistake, um, and we got a half-assed public apology. Um, Starbucks. I and you know what? Now that you say that, I feel as I don't think. See, like. And, and it's a mistake that grand, the apology should have been grand. Right, that's so what I mean. So she should have either lost her job or she should have resigned. One of the two. Now, of course, we're calling for her to lose her job, you know, be fired or whatever. Um, but I feel like, I just feel like, yeah, that apology, that wasn't hitting on shit. Right. Like, you could have put a little bit more effort. A a little bit more, yeah. A little bit more on your next broadcasting. That's what I'm saying. We still, the the situation is still fresh. So I could see, as a public relations person, I could see why we're still mourning over someone's death. So I don't want to take that time away to address this, but yes, something still needs to happen. You get what I'm saying? So here's my question. How, how could this Allison Morrison situation be fixed? Because in all honesty, I Oh, she need to build a time machine and go back. And that's what I was saying. She can't, there is no fixing this. But then at the same time, it's like, I mean, if you want to, if you want to take the conversation a little deeper, we have as, as a people, regardless of how many times we're saying we're going to boycott a company, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. These situations are going to continue to occur. Of course. We're going to continue to have um, newscasters or, you know, people of a greater stature or whatever, continuously disrespecting us with racial remarks or whatnot. We're going to continue to have clothing company and fashion mongols, um, you know, with their racist uh, antics as far as whatever they decide to put on their jackets and keychains and all this. And we're going to continue to have these situations come about. Right. You know, so like, I just feel like it, it all boils down to 
to us and where we decide to put our support. Right. You know, we had this conversation a long time ago as far as, um, you know, self-employment and black-owned businesses and why they aren't succeeding as much as we want to and why our – did you – okay, did you ever watch the Killer Mike episode on uh, Netflix – uh, called trigger warnings. No. Okay, I got some homework for you. I want you to watch that. So y'all watch it too. I'm in. It, um, I'm not in class by myself. In this, in in one of in the first episode, he was talking about how you gonna tell me about it. I'm gonna tell you about it. But I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about it. But watching it is it makes, it's different. It's, okay. Yeah. So in the first episode, he goes, um, "I'm going to only spend my money with black-owned businesses." Okay. Mm-hmm. He literally went days without eating he had to walk everywhere he needed to get to he had nowhere to sleep so he slept on park benches Mm -hmm. because the black dollar would only like he couldn't spend he was only going to spend his money with black owned businesses but there Um, but there aren't any african-american car manufacturers there aren't any african-american owned hotels and because i think he was in georgia Mm -hmm. um there weren't any food being produced by african-americans as far as from the farm to the table there weren't there it was plenty of african-american owned um restaurants and businesses but you're getting your supplies from non-african-americans right you know so he wanted his money to only support 100% 100% African-American businesses. That means the food that you're serving at your restaurant came He's from an farmers. African-American farm. You know, so later on in the episode, he actually finds a lady who grows her own food and things of this nature. Um, he finds a guy who, like, uh, does um, African-American hygiene and stuff like that. Okay, cool. You know, but still, the fact that he went so long without having anything to eat. Right. No food. I think he ended up finding a guy, an African-American, who made his own bike. And that's how he ended up getting around or mm-hmm. something like that. It's been a year since I've seen it. I'll check it out. But pause. Um, just because this this brought up something in my mind. Um, and this is not a paid advertisement. However, if y'all are interested, definitely let us know. There's an app called Melanin Enterprise. Have you heard of it? It's where it tells you all about African-American businesses around yeah like that. so but it's not it it's not just north carolina or it's not just charlotte um i actually had the wonderful opportunity of speaking um with the creator of this app mm-hmm. but it's basically um like you said it's a gps for black owned businesses and you can join as a business or a member um and it's across the nation and so when you're in Ohio and you're looking for a black owned restaurant, it's literally you type in your filter where you are, mm-hmm. what you're looking for, food, hair, groceries, whatever, whatever. And it'll show you, um, you know, mm-hmm. what's around you. Um, I think this is super dope um, because that that is the, the creator. Excuse me, I forgot her name, but that is not her only job. She has a separate job where she has, actually has to travel for work. Mm-hmm. So she uses that to kind of like launch and help platform um, her business because she's already traveling. She does take the extra time to shop at those black owned establishments. Um, so y'all definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely agree. 
partially. And and here's the reason why I say partially. Um we as black people and this is a this is a like a old conversation that we like have. We as black people have to support each other, but you we all as black people also have to realize that there's this thing called supply and demand, like just business basics. So because we aren't supporting each other, our stuff is a little bit more expensive because we still have to pay the overheads. We still have to pay Mm -hmm. for all of these things. So if I need to make a hundred dollars and I'm only selling two things, I have to charge $50 each. However, if I need to make a hundred dollars, but I'm selling 10 things, I can now charge $10. So that was my, that was my point in bringing up the whole, um, killer mites thing, because like, you know, just to kind of backtrack to what we were talking about before, when it comes to situations where, um, you know, comments like these are made by people like Allison Morris, um, what can we as a people do? We we do a lot of, uh, of, you know, complaining and we voice our opinions and we do this and we do that. But, you know, that was the whole point that I was trying to make. You know, we need to really get into supporting our own and keeping our money within our own because ultimately if we, like African-Americans are the number one consumers. Right. We spend our money more than anybody else. Which we is, need to work on that too. Which but. is a, I was just gonna say, which is a good <laughs> and a bad thing. Um, but ultimately if we hold that much once we become aware of that power, once we realize that all it takes is for us to take our money away from these businesses, take our money away from, you know, Gucci and H and M and companies like that, once we realize that the the racial slurs will stop because ultimately y'all y'all businesses are going to plummet without the black dollar. Right. You know? Um, so instead of doing all this complaining and boycotting and this and this, we need to reinvest that energy into supporting our own. Yeah. Let's build up our network and let's build up our net worth um, within ourselves and within our people rather than continually continuously finding shit to complain about i honestly think we're doing that though we are i'm just not on a grand scale no i mean yes and no and the reason why i say that is because you know change happens over time and of course i would love for things to just like change tomorrow but we do have some major players that are speaking up um, that are boycotting Super Bowl performances that are, you know, we do have some major players that are voicing their opinions as to where we used to not have that. Um, so it's, it's slow growth, but it's there. We do have apps popping up everywhere like Melanin Enterprise. We do have Facebook groups, Black-owned business groups. We do have, you know, expos um, for us. So it's, it's, it's definitely on a rise, um, but it goes even deeper. Um, like you said, it's more than just stopping the complaining. It goes into... Y'all, we have to vote, like, and not just for the president, because the president don't really do 
much. We have to vote for like Congress. Like we have to educate ourselves in the things that other than spending our, you know, our black dollar in our black community, we need to make sure that our voices are heard also. So I don't agree. As far as the voting, I honestly don't agree because I feel like regardless of who we get into any seat in Congress, ultimately politics, nothing about politics was put together to support you. Right. To support me. Right. Or anybody of our skin tone. I agree with that. I feel as though regardless of who's in the chair, regardless of who's president, regardless of who's the Senate, who's the governor, da-da-da-da-da, ultimately, I just don't see, I, I just don't see that working in our favor. Right, and here's the thing, and I, and honestly, my my viewpoint is, is, is newly I definitely understand changing. where you're coming from. Right, my, my viewpoint is newly changing um, because I definitely understand where you're coming from. Um, but here's the thing. It's a game. Like, it, it is truly a game. And the reason why it... I've, I believe at this point it's more of a mental thing. Like, yeah, it's so hard to believe because it's never happened that the police can actually work for us like they're supposed to. But, see, here's the thing. No, government was not created for us. We were three-fifths a person. Um, but let's start beating them at their own game if we go and vote see and and that's what i'm it's about the local stuff if we put our mayor into this you know but we have to actually do the research we can't just vote for people because they're black that is like oh my god like I love Kanye, but come on, would y'all put Kanye as the mayor of your city right now in his current state? Like, you have to actually look at... See, that's a uh, whole other conversation. I understand. the question is, is there really anything wrong with Kanye's state? I don't think so, but I'm just saying, I'm playing off of, you feel me, like... We just have to do deeper research. We can't just, do y'all know what an ad is, propaganda is meant to make you believe. So don't just watch the little flicks that they throw on, you feel me, YouTube, that they throw on the TV. Actually dig a little deeper. And if we actually do go out and vote, we're starting to beat them at their own game. It may not work today. It may not work tomorrow. But eventually our people will get in these chairs because we're out there. So, and I I don't want to turn this into a debate. Right. I really don't. But we put our people, like I said, the, when it comes to government and politics, it was never meant for, for us, us to beat them at their own game. You know, regardless of how many points we may quote unquote put on the board, we will never win at this particular game. We put our people in those seats. It's only so much they're going to allow our people to do. It's only so it's only, I, and I agree we, with that. It, but and, if and we, I'm not even and hold on, let me finish because okay. I'm and I'm just gonna I'm a far fetch and reach. We put Obama in the White House, we had an African American president. The president let's take, doesn't do let's anything. Take, let's, but that's that's the point that I'm trying to make. Like, even they don't give them room to do anything. There is no way in hell that we can put anybody in any chair 
And anybody in the government is going to allow them to do anything that they know is going to benefit us. There's just no way in hell anybody is going to let that happen. But you can't change. And that's my thing. And I get what you're saying. Trust me, I do. Well, first of all, the president, by the time things get to the president's desk, all he can say is yes, no, or hold it. (laughs) But even at that point, even if he say yes, you still got a whole room of other people who going to tell him, you know what? No, we're not going for that. The pre- like you said, right, the president because, has no because, say so. Right, because when we elected the president, we were we we have to if you have a democratic president or you have a republican president, it doesn't matter which one. But then you have the opposite Congress. Of course nothing's ever going to happen. But see that's my point. We you're you're stating that we need to get our we need to get local as far as governors, you know, and things of that nature. If we can't if the president can't make these moves, the president of the US of A, if he can't make these moves, there's no way in hell but, our governor is going to be able to. No, but do you understand how the president is like uh, maybe I'm I'm and I've always thought this particular way the and I know it's not going to happen but the way the president is is even elected is astronomically stupid it's still by electoral college which means our votes have nothing to do with it um because yes and no but anyways um like but electoral college which basically goes back to being three-fifths a person um because it has to do with the population y'all look some stuff up if you don't know what i'm talking about but it has to do with the population and how way back when the of course the southern states had the bigger population but most of those were made up of slaves so that's why we became three-fifths a person for every five of us three of us were counted as people that way some of us would count for the electoral college vote to get congress and all of that but anyways i digress why not try harder i don't see the point in i don't i don't see how it can hurt when i say that is like how what how what let's stop giving them like i understand because trust me there's been a couple of times where i haven't voted like so i get it and i get the mindset but like why not try in masses to do something new why not try to beat them at their own game because event because the rules don't change the rules don't change we can win okay 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 so Taking what you just said, mm-hmm. why not try to move in masses to make a change? Da, 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 da. Let's do that and not involve government. Let's do that and support our start our own businesses. Let's do that and open our own doctor's office, our own hospitals. Let's do that and start growing our own food. We don't need government to do that. You know, I get what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with you whatsoever. But at the same time. But we do need government to do all of that, though. We do. We do. That's so the, in, that's the, in order for me to to start growing my own food, I have to get permission from the government to do so. You have to. You have. I would have to get permission from the government or I would have to get approval from the government to sell. But I don't need permission to barter. 
you don't need permission to barter but however who owns the land that you're getting ready to buy from so and and that's that's step one or you know that's part of one of the but first see, that's, handful that's of steps. What, that's what so i mean let's, we still let's need get, somebody let's get our let's get our own land let's you know let's all of this is so okay yes we do need that we gotta buy the land we gotta buy that and, from whoever owns it right and that. that's that's what i'm saying it's everything like i get what you're saying and i totally agree but in order to move at the way we want to move if we're wanting to change that radically we still need people in these seats playing with us we can't just we can't just go and get a loan from a bank to buy the land to sell the food if right. we don't have nobody in the bank you feel what i'm saying so we need we need and it's a stretch and and there are it ways is. there are ways to do it without there are ways to do it without but you got to look at where as a people where we stand now you feel me like like you just mentioned earlier um, with that de- Netflix documentary, it was so hard for him to do this mm-hmm. because no one was there to help him. So let's just put little people here and there. It's it's going to suck, but there still are little black boys and little black girls who want to be police officers. Let's allow them to do that. Let's stop stifling our children. Like, nah, you're not finna be no cop because I still hear that conversation. Oh God, no. Yeah, like let's stop. And and there's there's decent reasons for you 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 not wanting your child to be in the military or you not wanting your child to be a cop. There are decent reasons, but if they're actually striving for it and that is actually their real goal and don't, they have their head on straight, don't stop them from right. doing so. Yeah, let them let them be where they think they need to be in order to make their change. Mm-hmm. But being a part of the police force is being a part of the government. Being a part of the military is being a part of the government Mm -hmm. and that's what i mean by we need we still need to put black people in these positions that want to be there because that's the only way it's going to trickle down in order for us to just it be easier down the line for us to just buy our own land okay i I get it i get what you're i feel what you're saying like i said i wasn't trying to disagree um but at the same time you know I definitely understand what you're saying. It makes a lot of more sense when you say that because I wasn't even thinking about police officers and, you know, those at the bottom of the totem pole is, you know, compared to the president and Congress and things right. of that nature. So I definitely get it. Um, but ultimately, um, yeah, we it, there's definitely a change that needs to be made. Agreed. Um, but, ult- and, and like, I hate to get into the other side of this conversation as far as, why we why our businesses or why black owned businesses aren't striving as much as they should be you know Mm -hmm. because ultimately i'm not going to shot with you if you got an attitude i'm not going to shot with you customer service still matters so your price still kind of matters because if i mean honestly i'm not rich so if i can get it somewhere cheaper I'm not going to lie. If I only have this much money and I need this item, I'm going, I have no choice but to get right. it. It's and a see, whole it's, circle. It's almost, and I was just going to say, it's almost like a circle. I want to shop with you and I want to support with you, but I can't afford you. And so I'm going to go to the, the person who's cheaper. 
But at the same time, I want to shop with you and I want to support you, but I can't afford you. Your prices are what they are because we're not supporting you. Right. We're not, you know, we're, we're not backing you. So it's, it is a, a this quote unquote circle of life type situation mm-hmm. where regardless of how you look at it, it's just a continuous cycle of a lot of things. So I try my hardest to support black businesses as much as I can. Right. Um, even if the customer service is, you know, down and out. But we got to work on that. I do. So I'll support you once if you have bad customer service. Um, I, I'm going to be honest in my reviews, mm-hmm. but I've gotten to the point now where I won't leave a review on a business if the customer service is bad only because you might have just had a bad day with me right you know so i don't want to spoil it for nobody else um reach i mean i'm i'm a business owner as are you i've had customers now some things i take with a grain of salt because y'all as a community we also have to realize um you can't please everybody and mm -hmm. my business is the way my business is because it is my business if you would like to do certain things differently please start your own however i'm not saying that that's a reason for me to be rude Um, because that's not but when you have a certain complaint about something but that is the structure of my business and you just so happened don't like it um in the nicest way possible that ain't got nothing to do with me I I say it nicer but you can't be mad at me because you don't want to pay a rush fee because you waited till the last minute um to place your order so we have to However, I've had other feedback that was positive. Hey, I just want to let you know I was a little confused on this. Um, maybe you can change your wording slightly because I truly don't understand. Um, you know, things like that, constructive criticism. But just because you don't like something, yeah, no. Let's change the narrative of this conversation for a second because okay. this just popped in my mind. What's that? Could you be pro-black in an interracial relationship? Ooh. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay, so, oh, story you know time. Uh, I want to I leave it there, and we'll discuss that on the next episode. Okay, so, um, next story time. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that just popped into my mind. I don't even know, where, like, okay, but anyways, um, so this was a good conversation. Definitely um, was. Allison, I beat you wrong. I heard what you said. I don't care what nobody else thought you said. I heard Off what you said. Off with your head. Off with your motherfucking head, bitch. Um, your karma's coming. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but it was so good to sit with you. I haven't seen you in so long. I know, but it's okay because... 2020, we have some very exciting things in store for you guys. Your visions. Yes. Um... So, yeah, with that, we're going to go ahead and bring this conversation to an end. And we'll see you guys next week on episode 14. 14. 14. You know, I've been meaning to say this. I've had this podcast for two years now. Snap, snap. But due to a lot of of situations with, like, past partners and – that's it's, it's taking off slowly, um, but I appreciate you for seeing my vision and allowing um, 
just my I just appreciate you wanting to be a part of this show. Oh, you so, talking about me or the listeners? I'm talking about you. Oh, I'm gonna oh cry, but y'all. the listeners, I appreciate y'all. So don't get me wrong. Um, shout out to everyone in California. Shout out to everyone in Georgia, and shout out to everyone in Canada. Those are our three. Um, we have the most listeners in those three. Canada. I know, right? Okay. So, like, um, shout out to my mama, too. You feel me? I wouldn't be nowhere without her and God. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) yes, we have, um, as I I pay every month to get like stats and of the show, and those three places we have the most listeners in those three places. So, Georgia, California, um, and Canada. So, oh, we also have some listeners in Hawaii. Um and Australia. <laughs> okay, we global. <laughs> um, so yes, I definitely um want to thank you guys for sticking with us as we figure this whole podcasting thing out. Um, I'm so excited to announce that we will be doing YouTube, so you guys will finally get to put a face to a voice. Um, not only are my we... eye not lazy in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> not only are we going to be doing YouTube, um, but we just have a lot of things in store for you guys. So I definitely look forward to that. Um, I hated to end the conversation so abruptly, but the last podcast I recorded was almost two hours really? that you was not a part of. Oh, sure. um, but. It was almost two hours long, and I just refused to put you guys through that. But it was great content, great content. Um, shout out to Torrance and Benjamin. Um, but, yeah, so I just wanted to kind of bring the conversation to an end to get you guys some updates on what's going to be going on with the show. Once again, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, Nichelle, thank you for being a part of my my vision. Um, thank you so, for yeah. seeing me. You're more than welcome. Ow. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Juices. As always, thank you guys for listening to the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast. Please continue to support our podcast by listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podbean, or SoundCloud. If you would like to keep in contact with us, feel free to head over to our social medias. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Coffee Apple Juice, as well as Twitter at CAJPod. Did you enjoy this episode and want to keep the conversation going? Click the link below in our description to join our group chat. Want to keep in contact with us? Need advice? Have questions about the show? Or just want to be a guest on our next episode? Email us at coffeeapplejuice at gmail.com. Peace and blessings. Until next time. DJ Rose.